Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, Tennis Podcast listeners. David here. Now, you might know that I love a bit of cooking, and I think I'm quite good at it. But if I'm honest, even I get fed up trying to work out what to do every night. That's where Home Chef comes in. Being able to put together a delicious meal without the long prep and the cook times well, that's pretty cool. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. They have over 30 options a week and serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Now, for a limited time, Home Chef is offering Tennis Podcast listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and, of course, free shipping on your very first box. Go to homechef.com slash tennis. That's homechef.com slash tennis for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard it right. Well, hello and welcome to the Tennis Podcast. We are on the eve of the finals. The women's final is tonight. We're recording this on Saturday afternoon local time here in Melbourne. The men's final is decided after that thrilling semi-final between Roger Federer and Andy Murray last night. 
Everybody's still shaking with excitement over that one. We've just been at an extraordinary Legends lunch here, uh, which included uh, the presence of Rod Laver. It was in the honour of Roy Emerson. Andre Agassi was here. We had Jim Courier out on stage, Ken Rosewell, Lindsay Davenport, Martina Hingis, Martina Navratilova. Extraordinary uh, place to be that we've just had lunch, Catherine and I. And we were the gate crashers, Catherine. It was great fun, wasn't it? Yeah, hopefully nobody noticed us at the back of the room, clapping away. Yeah, no, it's it's been great. It felt like a really special occasion, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. And so we have, first of all, I think we just need to, before we get on to discussing Lee Nari against Victoria Azarenka, obviously that was a huge talking point, wasn't it? The fact that Azarenka had that lengthy medical timeout. And, you know, immediately everybody jumped on Twitter and had a right old go at her and said, this isn't in the rules and la, la, la. And it's, you know, and she's not going off for an injury. She's going off for a panic attack and it, she should be able to control the nerves, la, la, la. She's trying to do gamesmanship. Catherine Whittaker, what's your take? My take is that she has been slightly unfairly treated. I think her biggest crime was the timing of her injury timeout. I think you shouldn't be able to do it before your opponent is about to serve, but that's a that's a error in the rules, perhaps, rather than, you know. Um, I think that it showed up some of the dangers of Twitter, the the reaction to that situation, you know, what she said. Let's remember she was speaking in a second language and the question that was put to her on court was slightly ambiguous. And um, I don't think when she talked about feeling feeling uh, panicky and like she was she had choked, I don't think she was referring to the injury time out there. I think she was asked about the difficulties she experienced on court and that's what she was referring to um and i think there was some rather reactionary stuff on twitter following that about firstly assuming she was admitting to taking a medical time out for a panic attack which i don't believe she was and second of all espousing all sorts of, of views about uh, panic attacks and whether they're a legitimate medical condition um some of which were were misjudged as well I think so yeah there's an awful lot of people I think who don't realize uh, that if someone has a panic attack just how debilitating it is I think the important thing is that and I'm sure some people are rolling their eyes and saying oh you know you've been too kind to her but I think personally that she was feeling pain I think she did have a rib problem uh, which made it caused a back problem she needed to be released I don't think she was lying I think she was trying to not have a medical timeout and then realized she needed one because the pain of it was making her get so wound up she, she did look in distress in that game I re-watched it again at the time I just thought oh she's you know she's really throwing this away but she did look although I you can put your finger on a specific you know she wasn't clutching her back or anything you know to to display to point to what the injury was she did look in distress um and I thought she gave a very good account of herself in press afterwards um and no well we might never know for sure but I am inclined to give her the benefit of the doubt me too i interviewed her straight afterwards and one thing that victoria azarenka always does is looks you in the eye and i think gives you straight answers i don't think she makes stuff up i think it's slightly unfortunate that she isn't the most popular person in the world with the crowds i think the noise she makes when she hits the ball puts people off i'm afraid i think she shows her temper on the court and and that sometimes gets people's backs up and i think that people have 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 slightly misread this one and it's probably I mean I'm afraid to say it's probably not surprising because of what happened but she hasn't built up credit has she with with the fans and with the journalists so I think people were not inclined to give her the benefit of the doubt and uh, 
jumped on a bit of an anti-Azarenka bandwagon, which, you know, there are things you can criticise her for, but I think in this instance, I, I feel for her, quite frankly. Yeah, and actually she has built up a little bit of credit with me, as I said, because I've always found her very, very easy to interview. She does try to give you a good interview and not just give it lip service, you know. Anyway, enough of that. Who's going to win, Lena or Victoria Azarenka? Catherine Whittaker. Well, Catherine Whittaker's not going to win, but who's going to win, Catherine? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that is very flattering, David, but I wouldn't put any money on it. Um, I, oh, I'm i going to go for Lena, you know. I wouldn't have done, I, I didn't pick her for the semi-final, I didn't pick her to get through the quarter-final, but I'm going to pick her to win the final. The beauty of this is that you're all going to listen to this in hindsight, aren't you? Because we're only about four hours away from the final, so by the time I actually get this uh, downloadable, we'll all know. Well, I'm going to go for... Um, I'm going to go for Victoria Azarenka so that we can go head to head. Things interesting. Well, I think it's on a I think it's on a knife edge. I think it would be great. I mean, it's fantastic for the tournament to have a to have a Chinese player in the final. I mean, viewing figures are going to be something astronomical, I'm sure. And uh, Lina is a fantastic ambassador for the sport, and um, I think they call her the smiling assassin, don't they? Because she just. <laughs> She just bullies her opponent around, but with a sort of serene smile on her face. Indeed, yeah. Listen, men's final is coming up. We've, we had Roger Federer and Andy Murray in a five-set classic last night. I had the pleasure and privilege of being involved in uh, getting live interviews during the match when I was out in the crowd and speaking to some of the, some of the supporters. I spoke to some very loud Australian people who, who were painted in Roger Federer colours and uh, a couple of Scottish people as well and a couple of British people. And also and Scottish people are British people. Yeah, well that's very true, yeah. Quite right, Catherine. Okay, well there were some people wrapped in Union flags which is the British flag and there were some people wrapped in Scottish flags but they're all British, you're quite right. Uh, now, this final um, anyway what I was about to say is that the noise inside that stadium was bone rattling to the point that I've never experienced anything like it before at a tennis stadium and I've worked in this business for decades as we all know because I've got the grey hair to prove it Um, but the final let's just go with it now who's going to win and why it's Novak Djokovic against Andy Murray we all know that I've picked Novak Djokovic for the title from the outset Catherine what do you think I feel very strongly that Andy Murray is going to win. I thought he was sensational last night against Roger. Even the two sets he lost, I felt he was the better player in them. I felt like I was watching a different Andy Murray to the Murray I watched a year ago, who was still pretty damn good. Um, and He's going to be exhausted, though. He's just played five sets with Roger Federer while Novak Djokovic had his feet up. He has an extra day off. He only beat David Ferrer in straight sets. You said that Ferrer was going to exhaust Novak Djokovic. He's going to be fresh as a daisy. Andy Murray is the fittest guy on tour, though, I think. Oh, how do you know? Well, OK, perhaps Sunday will prove it. If he wins on Sunday, that'll prove it. But, I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, I guess, immeasurable fitness. But to me, he looks like the fittest guy on tour. I'm not, I'm not, if, if Novak Djokovic can recover from the semi-final they had last year and win in six ridiculous hours of tennis, I think Andy Murray can do the same. And I also don't think... Um, not that last night's match wasn't physically testing, but it wasn't utterly gruelling. I don't think it was at night that the rallies weren't, it wasn't a, a total slog from the back of the court. I don't think it, it I, I think it was less testing than his semi-final against Djokovic last year, um, even though it was five long sets. Um, and I also felt that mentally, um, I don't think it would have been 
ultimately grueling for Murray. He he looked in. I think he knew he was going to win that match. I think he felt in control throughout, even at two sets all. I think he is the most obstinate, bloody-minded cantankerous tennis player I think I've I've seen in a long time nobody is going to get the better of him easily these days are they it's going to be a battle out there but Novak I've not seen him hit the ball more cleanly than he did against David Ferrer a couple of nights ago it was coming out the, the middle of the racket and he was just awesome it was it was scary wasn't it and um slight I mean not embarrassing for Ferrer because of the level that Djokovic produced but I'm sure he must have just put his head under a towel in the locker room and thought, maybe I'll go back to being a bricklayer. Um, just to uh, add to the point that he did spend one day as a bricklayer in his earlier career. After being locked in a cupboard by his uh, coach, uh, the ball cupboard he was locked in because he wasn't working hard enough in practice. So he, he was locked in the cupboard. And then when he came out of the cupboard, he said, right, I'm leaving tennis. I'm going to go and become a, a, a bricklayer labourer. And he did that for a day. And then he thought... I think tennis is quite good, actually. So off he went back to the tennis court. So that's the David Ferrer story. Uh, Catherine, so uh, how many sets? Four sets. Four sets, Andy Murray, to beat Novak Djokovic. Correct. I think it will. they'll split sets and then Murray will win the last two. There you go. What do you think? I think it's going to go all the way. I think it's going to be a five-set epic. And as I've said all along... It is going to be won. Not all along, though. As I've said, only very recently. As I've said all along, it's going to be won by Andy Murray. (laughs) What was that? I can change my mind if I like. I've seen things happen in the semi-finals that make me just think, you know, it could happen. You want to to see a now predicting Murray? Well, the Djokovic prediction was a smokescreen no it wasn't it wasn't no I'm just you know I'm so on the edge I I don't know I think I don't know I think maybe Andy Murray might win and become the first male player ever to have won a debut Grand Slam title and to have won the following Grand Slam after that that's correct or it could be Novak Djokovic winning it three in a row Whatever happens, it's going to be a fantastic match. I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast is going to look forward to it and enjoy it. Hope you do, and we'll talk to you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 